Zach Ernst is a waterman. Formerly, he was a Seal Beach lifeguard. He's a surfer, spear fisherman, and a long-distance stand-up paddler. A few years ago, he paddled solo across the channel from Catalina to Seal Beach. Professionally, Zach is an entrepreneur in fintech and payments, and he is passionate about bringing the kingdom of God to the marketplace. On top of all this, he's an amazing father and husband. For the past six years, Zach has led a beach workout program for men called Pursuit. It was formerly known as Savage Seals. Pursuit is a holistic men's program designed to give men everything they need to pursue physical, mental, and spiritual health. As you will hear, over the last six years, this beach workout has changed guys' lives. People have met Jesus, overcome fear, become better dads, and seen their marriages saved. All from one dude inviting some guys to work out on the beach. I believe Zach's story will inspire you to dream big and step out towards the things God's put on your heart. This is my conversation with my friend, Zach Ernst. To overcome means to defeat or prevail over. To succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. To overpower, conquer, vanquish, and triumph over opposition. We are all overcomers. In season three of Man Camp, we are sharing the stories of men who faced trials head on, overcame, and came out on the other side strengthened by the journey. Join us as the hope found in these stories move us to action, to risk, find courage, step out again, and embrace our call as overcomers. Join the camp. This Man Camp episode is brought to you by our partners at World Vision. For the last 70 years, World Vision has been building a better future for the world's most vulnerable and their communities. We would love to invite you to partner with us to give children the power to choose by allowing them to choose you as a sponsor. You'll find out later in this episode how you can sponsor a child. We just want to say a big thanks to World Vision for being a sponsor of the Jesus Culture Podcast Network. Welcome to the Man Camp Podcast. I am really excited to have a conversation today with my friend, Zach Ernst. Besides sharing the same amazing name of Zach, he spells it Z-A-C, I'm Z-A-C-K. Just, you know, minor details. Um, This guy is incredible, and um, we met each other actually surfing in Carlsbad, California. I just moved to San Diego to plant a church. Zach is in the Seal Beach area, and... We met surfing with a mutual friend, Darren Roundson, who was actually on season two of Man Camp. And we just started talking about uh, the Man Camp podcast, talking about what Zach is doing. And right then and there, we not only became great friends, but I knew right away that Zach needed to be on the next season of Man Camp just to share this incredible story of what they're doing. So Zach, thanks first of all for being my friend. Thanks for taking time to be on the podcast. (laughs) Of course, man. Super thankful. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> We're going to dive into this, um, your story, which you're doing some incredible stuff. You have been for years now. You kind of stumbled across it in walking with other guys to call them out into, you know, fullness and life and adventure and being known. So um, why don't you just start, you know, you you can start where you want in your story or whatever led up to you starting um, what is now called pursuit was called something else before, but this incredible 
I guess it was an experiment or just something you stumbled across, right? Totally. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I can't thank you enough for, for having me. This is fun. I'm, uh, looking forward to the conversation and, uh, thankful for your friendship, Zach. Um, yeah, look forward to surfing more. Yeah. So it, it was just a super organic, um, random thing that happened with, uh, you know, circumstances of, a of a gym closing, and, you know, wanted to, um, continue to work out, but wanted to get outside and do it with some friends and really enjoying beach workout, uh, beach fitness stuff. I, I was in my past life, I was a beach lifeguard. And so, um, kind of incorporated some CrossFit, uh, movements, uh, with lifeguard training, um, sand, uh, movements. So, um, so it basically just happened with a couple of buddies started getting together regularly, um, to hold each other accountable to, uh, working out regularly and, 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 and meeting, uh, consistently one thing led to another and, and, you know, some other dads from the local school that we drop our kids off at started, uh, getting wind about what we we're doing and wanted to join. And so, um, soon, you know, more, more dads started coming and showing up and, yeah, there's, there's a couple pivot points where I, I realized this is, this is a thing. You know, the first one was, uh, one of the dads was joining us. We were taught, we were reading this book called day of war and it's a, it's a, you know, uh, historic fiction book about the life of David. And, and this guy wasn't a believer and, uh, you know, we kept talking about some of the scenes that were, were that, you know, as we're getting ready for the workouts and, and then one day he shows up and he starts, I, he, what do you say? He came up, he's like, He's like, all right, guys, you ready to kick some Philistine ass? We're like, <laughs> what? what? Joe, are you reading the book? He's like, yeah, I felt left out. I had to get in. I had to get into it. And uh, that's amazing. So he loved it. So it was so cool. And and one thing led to another. And uh, literally about a month later, we get done with a workout. Again, this guy wasn't a believer. And we're, we're done with a run, swim, run. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, uh, Zach, baptize me. <laughs> Just bluntly like that. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I want you to baptize me. I was like, dude, let's, okay, let's go. And so we just jumped in the ocean and all the guys got around him. We prayed for him and he gave his life to Jesus. And come dude, on, it's, it's been awesome. He actually came to India with Darren and I, uh, on a, on a trip, uh, you know, a year later. So anyway, does he go to your church too? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. So how, how long ago was this? Like w- how far back was this from, from now? That was, six years ago. So that's you've been doing this for ago. six years. Yeah. Three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday on, on the beach and seal and seal. So tell, tell everybody the name of it because I mean, it's, it's the old name. The new name is now pursuit, but what did it, what did it start off as? Yeah. Just the, just the, the boys, we, we called it savage deals. Uh, nice. you know, just as a kind of a playful joking name, but you know, I, I think some of uh, our, our real Navy seal friends out there might, <laughs> might not think might, it's might that take savage to ripping their name but but yeah but we're yeah we can claim savage but uh and we said seals because of our of our community but seals. but yeah we're, we're rebranding with more of a more intentionality um more um yeah just just kind of a doing a, a whole holistic uh mind body spirit pursuit uh of of wholeness and and life with with uh and adventuring with god and and so we're calling it pursuit um, just to simplify, but, and the, the second story, um, that kind of led me to, to see that God was up to something was, um, so again, one of the dads, uh, another one of the dads came 
and we were going through a month long challenge of, of commitment and a diet and you know very we're, the, the theme for the month was fear we're talking about overcoming fear and what does it look like to pursue fear and how does fear prevent us from things and how does it propel us to, to other things and well, well this one morning it was it was a few summers ago and there's for some reason there's a ton of great white sharks in our waters um and there was that and there, this particular day the day before uh, there's a report that there's 13 great whites less than a mile from Seal Beach. Oh my gosh. And so I, you know, I was like, okay, well, it's very unlikely that they're here by their peer. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a good opportunity to actually step into fear and, and all of us to kind of push through. And, and uh, so I, I said, Hey guys, let's, let's, uh, let's run up the pier. And so we climbed up the side and ran down and, and I told him, I was like, okay, pier jump day. And, we hadn't done this yet. And some guys were like, Oh, and yeah, excited. I grew up cliff jumping, no big deal. And they jumped and it was awesome. Really fun experience. And then other guys were a little more timid. And, and then there's this one guy who has never done anything like this. He's not, he's not a waterman. He's not, you know, comfortable in the ocean, not comfortable swimming really. But, um, so this was a big hurdle for him to, to overcome significant fear. So he's he's at the at the railing getting ready to climb over and and we're we're now on the water encouraging him, come on, Neil, you could jump, let's do it. And and he kind of goes back and forth. He he turns at one point to walk away, say, No, I'm this is stupid. I'm an orthodontist, I'm a you know, I'm a professional. This is not what this is not what guys like I like me do. And then, you know, something clicked though, and and he's like, you know what, screw it. And he got up and he jumped and he's falling through the air complete terror on his face and he hits the water and and comes up and it was just that moment to see his face of pure elation like the most adventurous scary thing that he's ever done in his entire life um just occurred and he comes up and everyone's freaking out we're all screaming for him and and he he comes up in the water and and uh and just beaming just full elation but the kicker for me was the next day meeting his wife and she came up to me and she was, she started telling me all these things that, that have changed in Neil and Neil's not a believer. He's, he's grown up, grew up uh, as a Hindu and, um, but going through all this content and the conversations of Jesus and just this life of pursuing adventure. And she just said that he's, he's a more engaged father, more engaged husband, just full of joy, having life like happening in their home because of this random three day a week workout that he's doing. And so that was the, that was, that was the kicker between Joe's baptism and Neil's peer jump. I was like, okay, these are things that I've been taking for granted that are actually these life giving life changing transformative uh, experiences. And, and so here we are six years later. That's crazy. So you're seeing these guys overcome stuff here's a question for you. I mean, you're, you started this just with a few friends and it kind of happened by accident. How has this even changed you or how has this impacted you? Cause you've been leading this and you know, you, 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 it's something you've known or you, you mentioned taking for granted stuff that you have. Mm-hmm. What has it done for you as you're even more intentionally leading, inviting other men into this you know, it's a commitment. It's a journey. You're helping people face challenges, overcome things. What has it done in you personally? You ever hear how people talk about, be careful what you don't like 
because God might give you that thing or, you know, <laughs> like, oh, you, you say you never want to move to China and God moves you to China. Like yeah, yeah. you hear these stories, right? Yeah. I literally, so seven years ago, a year before this whole experience, I was at a men's conference speaking to the, you know, alone with the leader of this men's conference, telling him how much I hate men's conferences <laughs> and how much I hate like men's gathering stuff. Cause I always felt like they're just nothing but pissing competitions. And, yeah. and I, I just, I, I wasn't into it. But what I realized later was that I was the ego guy being that dude that's trying to compete and making it a bad experience, you yeah. know? So, it, you know, so it's, it's, it was comical for me to discover my calling, discover what I feel like God's imprinted on my heart in terms of just trying to provide a place to, to lead men and, and give experiences to men to offer in an, an alternative way of, of living that isn't mundane. We don't have to acquiesce to culture and comfort and convenience. And there's opportunity for, for life, like here and now, like in our family, with our, in our marriage. And so all that to say, what it's done for me is it's, it, it's, it's, it's unlocked me to who I am mm-hmm. um, for one. And it, so it's met a true desire when, and that, you know, my, my real desire was buried under my, my sin, my pride before. And, and so just stepping into this is what God has um, revealed in my heart. So that's been probably the biggest, uh, I think, benefit for me. It's just, it's just a joy, man. I love, I love just being out there and seeing all sorts of walks of life, guys from all fitness levels and ages. We got, we have, we have guys from 18 to our, you know, our main consistent guy, older guys, 57. It's incredible. And, um, you know, so we've had 65 year olds out there getting after it. And so that's one. And two, it's, it, it's, it holds me accountable. Yeah. It holds me accountable just to staying active, uh, pursuing adventure, pursuing life and, um, and just living kind of what, what we talk about. And, uh, it holds me accountable to, to those things. It's so good. I actually want to dive into you. You guys do all kinds of different challenges, uh, throughout, you know, the last six years, but more recently, at the beginning of this year, and even right now, you guys are doing two different challenges that are so practical. But, you know, we talk about overcoming, and sometimes it's a big a big area in our life. But there's a whole other area connected to freedom, um, connected to health, connected to a lot of the stuff that we desire and long for. And it's it's the little choices, it's the disciplines, it's the, it's not the big, you know, there are those big moments, encounters with God, but then there's these little things that we choose to do or not do that actually become fuel for strength overcoming. And so I'm on your weekly email and you're sending out weekly challenges, but can you share, even just more recently, the beginning of this year, you guys did a challenge, you're actually doing another one right now with your phones and social media. I want you to share about it because it, it dives into, I think a lot of us say, hey, I want to be a better dad. I want to be, you know, I want to live with adventure. I want to have more time to go after things that bring life to me. And yet there are other little choices that are stealing from that and to overcome or to walk in, you know, some of this freedom that we all would agree we want requires choices. And I love what you guys are doing in this group because it's not about convenience. It's not about comfort. It's really requiring sacrifice. But then people are coming alive as you do these challenges, not just individually, but in a group and community. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a really key piece. Uh, in addition to just the fitness component of, of working out, um, it's, 
a, a big component of what of what pursuit is is getting uncomfortable. Mm. You know, one of our our main themes is discipline empowers freedom. Mm. Discipline is uncomfortable. It's inconvenient. Um, it's hard, but that's the stuff that actually gets to freedom, which everyone wants, right? The freedom piece is is like the buzzword that everyone talks about. Every product wants to sell it. Everybody wants to embody it. It's what we look at on what we see on everyone's Instagram feeds. But the reality is true freedom requires radical discipline. It does. It's just, it, it's the freedom that Christ talks about is hard and it's, it takes discipline. D- discipleship begins with discipline. Um, so with that, we institute different challenges to hold each other accountable to step into micro ways of experiencing freedom in our day to day. It's not just the epic surf trip to Indonesia that is freedom. It's the moments with our children at night as they're falling asleep. Like it's 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 the conversation by the fire with our wife. It's being present in in a conversation. Like that's that's the freeing stuff that I think gets hijacked from all of the distractions that we have. So this month, our our theme is desire. The way we're pursuing desire is by eliminating distractions. That what, what's the quote? Uh, you know, the mass of men lead quiet lives of desperation. Henry David Thoreau said that. And you're in, in the 1800s when they didn't have technology to be distracted with, and 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 yet that, that's so much more relevant today. That guys are just we're we're living quiet lives of desperation. And it's sad. And I, and it's time for us to, you know, take audit of our lives and the things that are distracting us. So the way we uncover desire, our true desire, the God given desires that are imprinted in our hearts, the stuff that when God says, like, guard your heart above all things, for it is the wellspring of life. Like it's radically important. And we, and I, I don't think we, we've unfortunately don't give enough attention to it. So, um, this month pursuing desire, we've done a challenge of, uh, making dumb phones. So number one, getting off social media completely. Um, don't check it. Don't scroll, delete it off your phone. And that's the challenge for the month is to see how, what kind of change happens and uh, pay attention to what happens in the margin of when you're at the grocery line, getting ready to check out, like, are you talking to people? Like, are you noticing beauty for the first time? Maybe. And, you know, another thing is getting off, get notifications off your phone, um, take emails off your phone. That was a hard one for me. I I had like a moment where I was like, wow, I'm like, I had this like almost, uh, what's it called? An addict's uh, <laughs> withdrawals. Yeah. You know, withdrawal. <laughs> you started shaking this, like, a little attention. bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I had this full withdrawal experience. It got sad and like, you know, cause I was, I was sitting with myself for the first time in these like I, I was experiencing boredom again mm. and it was scary, but man, it's been so fruitful. So that's, that's, it's been fun to see what some of the guys have been sharing and just kind of the things that guys are waking up to and experiencing in their own hearts and their own experience of, of eliminating distractions. We're going to take a quick break from this interview with Zach Ernst, and uh, I want to tell you a story about a teenager named Naomi Yasmin. As we all know, teenage years can be tough wherever you live. But Naomi lives in Honduras, where poverty had infected every part of her life and region. The result? Not enough schools, no health care, domestic violence, broken families. On top of this, because Naomi is a girl and an indigenous minority, she's a double target for discrimination and violence. Being female here is dangerous. 
but it's kind of amazing. Not only did she refuse to let the odds hold her back, she took them as a pure elected youth mayor. As youth mayor, Naomi tackled child labor, teen pregnancy, kids dropping out of school, and encouraging her peers to flip the script. How is this even possible? With the support from people just like you, thanks to Child Sponsor, World Vision has joined Naomi's community, teaching families and kids like her how to heal their home from poverty for good. Today, with God's love and World Vision's gender equality programs, the region is filled with hope and girls like Naomi are celebrated. Naomi's goal is to become a doctor and open the first healthcare clinic in her area. She had a taste of transformation, and I'm pretty sure she's not going to stop until she's changed the world. In less time than it took for me to share this story, another family got the tools to overcome poverty through World Vision. Text MANCAMP to 56170 to find out how you can sponsor the next Naomi. This story hits close to home as a dad of three girls, and I want to invite you to be a part of what our amazing sponsors at World Vision are doing. We're going to jump back into this interview with Zach Ernst, made possible through our sponsors. You mentioned you're feeling bored and like that makes you uncomfortable. Like, I think that's a huge deal for especially this day and age. I don't think it's a new human condition, but I think it's more relevant now than ever. It's like we... We don't know what to do when we're bored. And so we try to medicate, distract. And then really the issue is we don't like to, we can't be alone with ourselves Mm. because we either one, don't know who we are. Maybe two, we don't like who we are. And so we're like distracting. And like, actually, you know, if you look at some of the early like desert fathers and some of like, you, you look at, you know, some of the disciplines in, and more liturgical, like, I mean, it's, it's relevant now more than ever, but like silence and things like that. Like we hate that. Cause we can't, we can't be alone. We can't be still. Totally. And it's actually a gift like Jesus, or it says in Psalms, be still and know that I am God. And most of us are like, be still. If I'm still, then I'm going to like be anxious, <laughs> not actually encounter peace. So like, what have you what are you seeing as you're diving into this? I mean, it's such a practical, simple thing you can do. I mean, you're you're almost done through the month, so you're you're like three fourths of the way through this. Like what what have you seen in your own life or even in your this group of guys? The boredom piece is huge because it's that's where creativity is, is birthed. Yeah. You know, it, like to be creative, to think creatively, to do art, to access our imaginations. Um it takes being still, being bored, being n- not being distracted, and and I think it's tragic that that doesn't that doesn't exist much anymore. And I, so the previous month we had a challenge of journaling and doing five minutes of breathing. I gave a couple breathing exercises, and and it's funny, man. So few guys were able to do it. Like it's it's so hard for guys to sit for five minutes and be quiet and. Um, so that's, that's something I'm trying to bake into our regular themes. Cause it, it does take time, you know, like I, I have to get my hour of quiet phone on airplane mode alone with Jesus every day. Um, but it, it's taken years to get to that hour. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't expect guys to get there. Right. Like it, like there's grace, but come on, like we can do five minutes. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. So the experience is, is, has just been, I think, it, you know, it, it's along those lines of like 
thinking more creatively, um, seeing nature. Uh, you know, I feel like colors are brighter. Mm-hmm. Seeing people and and seeing people for who they truly are, giving space for the spirit to actually, you know, speak into individuals and uh, just you know finding grace for for myself and for for others. So. Um, so yeah, a lot of guys are are really enjoying it. A lot of guys found it really hard in the beginning, and then as they've kind of wrestled through that, they're finding so much joy and realizing, like, man, I waste so much time on my phone, so much time, and they're getting a lot of time back. And so our our hope is to redirect that towards their family. So I feel so like good. if we can direct guys back to the family, back to their kids, back to their marriages, I mean, that's how we change a culture. And, um, and so that's, that's the kind of the, the, the micro, like you were talking about earlier is like the micro movements that we do that have like cultural implications, change communities and lives. Profound, like sometimes the littlest habits or choices have the most profound impact. What, I mean, you've seen this already, you shared a couple of stories, but you're seeing this in your community as you guys individual, but then in community, not alone are going after this stuff. I mean, what like what are some of the additional fruit that you're seeing in marriages and in uh, you know relationships, walk with God, the roles as uh, in their role as a dad? Well, two two things come to mind just because one one thing happened yesterday. We had one of our younger guys uh, announce that he just got engaged. Wow! And why I bring that up is I'm reminded of another guy that we had who was dating this girl for a long, long time, and we're like, you know, we're like Teddy, what's what's the deal? Why aren't you know, why haven't you pulled the trigger? Like you got a great girl, like, you know, commit man. And, and the next thing you know, is he's like, guys, I bought the ring. <laughs> he's like, I just needed that extra push. And, and, you know, so I think like having, having a community of men who are speaking positively and favorably about marriage and how rad it is and how exciting it is and how, how adventurous it is, is compelling some of the younger men to get off, you know, get off the couch and, and step up and take responsibility and, and marry their girlfriends. And, you know, and so that's been a fun one to, to see. We've had, yeah, we've seen marriages restored. We've seen guys that that have been totally separate. Um, and they join the community just thinking it's a beach workout and they get sober. Um, they, they start seeing that, wait, there's, there's some intentionality to this, like, you know, communicating to our wife and pursuing and just listening and, it's kind of a, an osmosis thing that, that happens. There's an impartation that I've, that I've seen with a group as a whole, you know, it's, it's, it's guys talking, you know, sharpening other guys. And um, so that's been a really fun one to, to see. And, and we also see divorces and we're there to, um, you know, be a shoulder to cry on and to support them and help them move and, you know, just be, be community when, you know, when painful things happen in in our culture, it's usually in the shadows, and it's and it and we try to keep it in the shadows. We don't want it's not it's not easy or natural for us to share our hard things um, in life. And so this is a this is a safe place where guys are encouraged to be vulnerable, and it's expected. And if you're vulnerable, you're going to reap uh, a lot of benefit in 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 real relationships. Um, we're moving from so many guys that show up have, have lots of friends, um, or have a few friends, but usually they're, they're just like, Hey, let's watch a football game and drink a beer. And it's these guys that they went to high school with and they're 40 now and they're still hanging out with the same guys, but, and then the relationships that, you know, mile long, but an inch deep. 
And so that's our goal is to move that and introduce depth to real relationships, real friendships, real brotherhood. Um, and, and we're seeing it. Well, what would you say? Like, you know, we've had this theme of overcoming for this season three and, I mean, just the stories that you're sharing, it's crazy because you're, you're just inviting guys to come work out and, you know, there's some intentionality that you're doing, but then the stuff that you're sharing is actually connected to whatever it is, a, a wide range of things that guys are either discovering or overcoming. So what would you say to the guys that are listening who maybe have something they, they need to overcome, but I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but it seems like one of the, there's a few common things, but one of the big ones is don't do this alone and find depth, you know, and, and there's a, there's a real key there to overcome some stuff, um, in community or with accountability. Yeah, I think it's absolutely relationship and equally as important, I would say discipline. Mm. Um, it's, it, it doesn't come easily. Like having deep relationships is hard work. You, to go deep, you have to go through hard things. You have to struggle. You have to wrestle through, hard conversations and differences. And, you know, we just went through 2020, you know, and I have, we have the whole spectrum of political perspective. We have different religions and faiths and, and we're all on the beach together and we're doing life and we're, we're in it, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, I think, I think it's relationship and it's discipline that empowers freedom um, to overcome um, anything you want has a cost. The best things in life has a cost. Like you want eternal life. You have to lay your entire life down. And then it just goes, you know, it's consistent from that there on back. You want freedom in your marriage. You want, you want freedom in your day to day, in your job and in your relationships. Like it, it, it requires a cost. It, it, so that's, it's also intentional why we start at 6am on the beach in the cold. Like we're, we're showing up and it's, you know, high thirties sometimes. And we're on the sand and we're jumping in the water. Like we regularly jump in the cold water just to remind ourselves, guys, it's a, like, let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Let's, Let's experience discipline and train our bodies that we are in control of our bodies. Our bodies aren't in control of us. So overcoming, I think, has everything to do with discipline, has everything to do with getting some guys around you, um, getting some, you know, a neighbor, a friend, and just commit to showing up together and, and pursuing something bigger than just, you know, a bigger paycheck or, you know, the climbing ladder at the job. You know, those are good. And, and what I've found also is as guys have implemented these, these mini disciplines in their life, diet, cold, cold showers, um, you know, showing up on the beach, that there is, there is an effect in their corporate space too. There is like, it's a holistic integration of God and what he's talking, what he's leading us into. And so you can't help but succeed in your business as well, uh, in your, in your work life. So, um, but I think, I think men put far too much emphasis on just making more money. And that's where I get all the clout. That's where I get the respect. That's where I get friends. But again, you're going to have inch deep friends if that's your main goal, right? So it's, it's a byproduct for, for me, but um, I think discipline empowers freedom and, and you got to have people to, to hold you accountable to, to stick with it. And Jesus has the template. I mean, he gave it to us. He, he laid it all out. So he says, oh, you want life? His response is follow me. <laughs> you know, yeah just follow me and see, see how i do it and and he gets quiet a lot he gets he gets up early um he's he camps you know he 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 fasts for 40 days like that's gnarly that's really hard i've never done that so there's a whole component that i that i'm excited to for men to step into as it relates to discipline 
um, that isn't masochistic. It isn't just macho, like pec flexing. It's, it's, it's about like our souls. Like at the end of the day, this is about our souls and, um, and it takes discipline to, to, to grow. So good. Can you do this? I've been having, especially this season, each of our guests just pray over the guys that are listening. Cause I think this is something that there's not many guys that would say, I don't want more. I don't want, you know, guys wouldn't say, I don't want to be more free. I don't want more adventure. Like, I think that's a given for most of us, but the way to get there and what you're talking about is, it's easy in the sense that it's not complicated, but it is hard. <laughs> it's not, it's not an easy choice because it's not hard or there's not sacrifice, but the option is easy. <laughs> it's like, you got to pursue this, follow Jesus, which is not comfortable. Can you pray over the guys that are listening? For sure. Um, well, Jesus, I, I ask for heads to be lifted. Anyone listening now, I just pray that, that um, heads are lifted to you and to your, your reality and to more options other than what the world has presented, um, that they will see uh, a life and, and, and fullness and, and what is in their heart. But again, our, you call our hearts the wellspring of life. Are our, our, our hearts bursting life? Is streams of life coming through them? And if they're not, God, let it be so. Um, so I pray that that if if that we'll recognize first that if we're, we're if, where we're apathetic, where we've um, where we've just fallen into um, an unrighteous contentment. Um, God, I pray, I pray that there'll be a thirst for more. There'll be thirst for that, that wellspring of life and, and that there's a hunger to, to pursue it. So I, I pray for hunger over these men. Um, I pray for desire that, that they unlock new desires in their hearts, that they can see, um, what you imprinted them at, as little boys, as, as young boys, as young men, as little guys that you, you gave us something that, that, uh, to go after and, um, Lord, let us not die with those those uh, dreams still in our hearts, with those desires that you, you you gave us in our hearts. Let us let us activate them now. And so, Holy Spirit, go before us, and I just pray you you turn these guys on to more, and um, give them permission to start. And um, and I pray that they do. In Jesus' name. Well, Zach, I'm so stoked about what you're doing and this journey from Savage Seals to Pursuit. And so before we end this interview today, um, some really exciting news is the Pursuit website is live. So guys can go there and check it out. And you have several initiatives or ways people can jump in. So why don't you tell people where they can go as far as the website and then some of the ways they can jump in. They may not be near you as far as uh, geographically, but that's the cool thing about what you're doing with Pursuit is um, you're kind of expanding it so where more guys can jump in wherever they're at. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, the website is joinpursuit.co and on there is all the information. Um, and with that, we are launching a 90-day challenge called Pursuit 90. And we're launching on Father's Day. And it's, a, it's an invitation for guys um, either locally or wherever they're at to step into a 90-day challenge to pursue disciplines, to confront, you know, the distractions, the loneliness and, you know, self-doubt that, that so many of us are, are, are consumed with and, and afflicted by as men. And so it's just a place for us to, to step into dis- disciplines like you know, physical fitness 
diet, uh, personal challenge. We're going to be going through a book, Wild at Heart, as well. And so we're going to go through that um, content together. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a holistic program that we're really excited about uh, releasing. But yeah, so there's a Zoom uh, link where guys can uh, participate on their own and they can either log in at six with us or we're actually going to have the uh, videos on demand as well um, with a with a unique YouTube uh, private private link. So anyone that signs up can participate. I love it. So well, depending on when you guys listen to this, you may be able to jump in on this specific challenge or if not, don't worry. Um, as you jump into and go to the website, you'll be able to um, get on the email list. There's weekly emails that go out. You'll be able to join these workouts either live or like Zach saying, um, after the fact, which is cool. So there's just a lot of ways to jump in, but we are so stoked. This is a really, like, this is where the rubber meets the road. You're like, okay, I want to walk in community. The stuff that Zach was sharing in this interview, like, yeah, I want that. Like, okay, well now you have a chance. There's no excuses, but I will say it's not easy. So there's, you know, whether it's working out, diet, growing spiritually, all those things, like this is a great tool platform for you to actually do it and jump in. So I'm stoked, Zach. I, I, I love that you guys are launching this. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that this is in line with this interview and we get to be a part of even sharing about this. So dude, thanks so much for being on this interview. You guys go check out the Pursuit website. Um, the link will be in our um, Instagram bio as well. And uh, we're so just excited for God growing us, challenging us and this journey really getting real in these areas of our life. So Zach, thanks for jumping on today to share your story. Thanks so much for having me. This is this has been a blast. Guys, thanks again for listening to the Man Camp podcast. Don't forget to text Man Camp to 56170 to sponsor a child with our partners at World Vision. You can step into this life-changing relationships by allowing a child to choose you as your sponsor and help build a better future for the world's most vulnerable and their communities. Thanks again for being on this journey with us. Thank you, World Vision. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Man Camp Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Man Camp Podcast. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at mancamp underscore podcast. If you have questions from this episode or previous episodes, send them to mancamp at jesusculture.com. Finally, if you've been impacted by Mancamp, please leave a review for us on iTunes and help us get the word out. Thanks for listening to Mancamp. We'll see you next time.